Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. I could tell you were unsure what day it was, brother. You know what that means. Same. It means the boys are at the Albuquerque Duke store. Oh, oh man, it is good to let's be go. back. Let's be at the Duke store. We're Tuesdays. 20, it's a 20% off Tuesday. <laughs> is that a real thing? It is. Isn't that funny? Hats. Hats. 20% off hats. I think this is our first sale on hats probably ever. What? Yeah. For why? You have too many hats? No, because, well, yeah, we're making room for new hats. Put some sweet new hats in there. Yeah. What kind of hats? New hats. My favorite hats. Fitted hats. Snapback hats. Snapback hats. Trucker hats. Flex flag hats. (laughs) Shrimp soup. Shrimp salad, the, uh, there's shrimp nothing, kebabs. There's nothing funnier than watching Van try to do something that's simple. <laughs> so Van's trying to set up the camera right now for Steve because he... Yeah, uh, why wouldn't this done already? That's weird. Uh, well, that's you, crazy. It just didn't... You didn't do it before. The, it's wild. Oh, so he set it up, Amory, yeah. and he did it poorly. So not only did he do it badly, he did it incorrectly. This is classic Van Is Steve around. in the picture? That's this, wild how he's like... Right in the same spot he's always Should sitting. Should I just pick up everything off the floor? That's cool. So, little inside radio. Um, Van and I are business partners. We've been business partners for about five years. And what Van cannot do is anything that's not told to him. So, like, I walked in <laughs> from, like, using the restroom. And we were starting the show. And I'm like, oh, wow, we don't have audio set up. He's like, oh, my God, okay, cool. Jumps to it. And then I'm like, <laughs> we're setting up the video, Amory, for Steve. And Van jumps over. Just start slamming stuff around, and it's still not correct, even with all this filler that I just put in. Damn, isn't that crazy? Like, all that time you had here sitting with the equipment. I was not. And you did nothing? Nope, I was not. God, it's so wild how I stepped in and tried to save us Le- at the last minute because nothing at all was done. Late to the show. Yeah. Forgot the equipment. Had to go back to the car. Do I need a Kelsey Andy Reed, you guys? Right no, now? it's just we're on year five. It's going to be a good second half. You would think. You would think at <laughs> some point. After five years, you would think. You would think at some point after five years. You would buy a better um, iPad case. Co-host. A functional (laughs) iPad case would be awesome. Why are you dropping the F-bomb? Yeah, functional, man? Yeah. I don't understand what the functional is wrong with your attitude right now. (laughs) It's like, have you ever had a business partner, Steve? I have. Yeah? Yep. After five years, did it get better or did it get worse? Because I need to make some decisions right here. That's a that's an individual hey, decision right there. Speaking of slacking, joining us on the live stream, Amory Castillo, and her camera's upside, upside down, down. <laughs> and she couldn't find the charger to the iPad because she go. took a week off in Vegas, skipped work yesterday, and I'm the I last professional broadcaster nope. in this entire about, world. Thank you, Amory, for taking all of our stuff to and from Vegas. I'm, I drove back yesterday. I'm not going to thank you for the thing we expected you to do. Also, you owe me a you owe me a lost bet because you weren't on the show yesterday the way that I said you wouldn't I be. I told mm-hmm. what's so funny is I told our boss too before we 
before we went that I wasn't going to be here Monday. Last professional broadcaster in this whole town. That's not true at all. But hello, yes. And the thing is, uh, it's kind of like leaving an empty carton of milk or something in the fridge. If people are going to use a charger in the studio, they should put it back where it was when they're done with it. No one steals more than coworkers. You know what I mean? It's crazy how much stuff gets pilfered. I'm like, from just stuff put that's the within arm's back. distance. Just put it back. Just put it back. 505-246-0610. Call the program today. We're, we're grieving your – football's over. This show's for grieving your errances, airing your grievances against your coworkers that you hate, and it's also today's I-9 Varsity. I-9 Varsity reasons you hate your coworkers. 206 days till the NFL season starts. How many days until you're in Japan? Oh, yeah. We have, we have like a month left together. <laughs> I countdown. Did. That's a countdown. Yeah, two right days there. until pitchers and catchers report. A real one, sport one gets day. to start. One there day. we go. Well, Tomorrow. some of them, some of them get Valentine's off. Some of them started on the ninth too. The Dodgers already had it. Mm-hmm. So, except for the guys that were in Vegas, because they need a couple days off before they go. Tommy, to Tommy Pham didn't. He just left the game early. Yeah. <laughs> he said Tommy Pham had end zone tickets to the Super Bowl, and he's like, "Miss me with this," and went home at halftime. I'm a big Tommy Pham guy. Missed missed Usher's legendary performance. No, stop using that word. And then watch the rest on the couch. Lazy dairy is what that was. Yeah, it was. It was the worst. It was not good. Top 10. Yes, top 10 performance. There's only been 58, and there's no way it was in the top 10. I got it ranked right in between Lady Gaga and MJ. (laughs) It's not even a 7 to 9 ratio. Oh, my God. It's barely in the top 10 of the last 10. He only has three There were some misses the last few years. Wow. You think he has 13 top 10 hits? That's pushing it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the rest are by somebody else that he had to bring on. If he didn't have top songs, he wouldn't have been asked to perform at the Super Bowl. He wasn't asked. He was sloppy seconds. Taylor turned it down. Probably Maroon 5. I turned it down. I think, yeah, Man High has a missed call. (laughs) Nine. Count them. Nine number one hits for Usher. What name? Billboard. Name them. Top 100. How many of those? Nine number one hits. Yeah, name them. Uh, I don't know if you know a a genre called hip hop and R and B, but everything's a collaboration. Is this top 40 or is this uh, just uh, TikTok and R and B? Okay, obviously, yeah. The hit, yeah. All right, that one we were familiar with. So Usher we... featuring Lil John and Luda. Okay. okay. Oh, so he needed two on that. So you got it bad. Hold on. Never All heard by of that himself. One. Hold on. What's that one? What's you got you... it bad. That's a legendary one. Amory, what that is one that was one? That one was huge. I, what do you mean, what is that one? I love all the songs. I I've have. Never... I loved the performance. I had a great it, time. It brought it me sucked. back to my younger years. It was mm. the worst. Yeah. OMG, Burn. Nope. My, Hold on. I know my Burn. My Boo, Confessions Part 2. Love in this club, you remind me. Nope. Uh, nice and slow. I think I knew two of those. And I don't even know if they were both hits. I don't know why you think you're like the source for like culture in this country. <laughs> oh, I am. Like people care about what your opinion on hip hop and R&B is. What? No one's talking about hip hop and R&B. We're talking about if we're talking about relevant. We're talking about professional wrestling. Yeah. I'm going straight to you. I'm skipping every other person on my list. Not a single person in my iPhone's getting that call or text. I just about anything else. I'm going somewhere else. I know about everything that is popular. WWE is popular. So I know. My, yeah, I know about all front right. running stuff. That is one thing. And I call. I and I basically get it right 100 percent of the time. I called it on the live tour. 
That thing was a crap show this past week. Uh, was the Live Tour worse than the Wasted Management oh, Open? I definitely called it on that one, too. Yeah. I've been calling that one for a year. This thing has been impending. <clears throat> Steve, did you know that the Wasted Management Open has been in existence <laughs> since, Van? what was it, 1983? 83 was when it is in yeah. its full, uh, new an- incantation. Uh, I drove and that my- tournament's been around since the 1930s. I, dro- I, I drove my ball and put it in in 1983. What, Amory, you want to take calls? Is that what you said? Oh, God. Are we doing I've been calls going to today? that. I, we used to, I used to go when before the 16th hole was the 16th hole. Yeah? What yeah. was it then? It was, the 15th it was hole? the 16th hole, but it wasn't oh. the – it was before Tiger hit his hole in one. Is that why it, it became before the, the stadium. Yeah. So I didn't know that war. We would just I didn't know sit that. on a hill over there. It was cool. I thought it was the place made with the least amount of groundwater where they could put – where they could just put grandstands. That's what I assumed it was. Easily, easy in and out. That's what I figured it was. Mm. The tournament itself is lazy. Wristbands. It's the easiest thing to do. Wristbands. Yeah. Cap these weirdos at like five or six beers. If you There's dudes walking around yeah. with like 13 stacks. cups. Yep. Giant stacks of cups. Yeah. Like, they're trying to kill themselves for the sake of... It's easy to. I don't know. They're yeah. frat brothers. So if you do wristbands at the Waste of Management and actual bands at the halftime show, everything will be better. Joining mm. us on the program, mm. Brandon Ortega, friend of the show on the Sports Animal Hotline. Brandon, welcome. Fred, I know you can find any excuse to not like anything, but <laughs> Usher single-handedly brought back roller skating. Oh it's that, been that back. Itself, how could you not like that halftime performance? Okay, he did not bring it back. Oh, uh, being a curmudgeon that hates everything? Like, that's literally how. Stranger Things brought it back. Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things did bring it back more so. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But, I mean, come on. I mean, you're, you're of that age with Usher. Usher's, yeah, probably played five times at my senior prom. I mean, all the guys that came up, Alicia Keys coming up. I mean, what was not the love? about that performance with, with, with people that are our age bracket. Alicia Keys would be good if it was a, if it was a uh, reunion of the cast of Smoking Aces. You love that movie so much. Like, maybe a little too much. It's a good movie. You really love that movie. Anybody in their right mind should love Smoking Aces, just like anybody in their right mind should love the Usher halftime show. Here's what happened, Brandon Ortega, happened? of the UNM Lobos. Fred was too busy listening to Dashboard Confessional and all these emo white guy bands while we, me and you, Brandon, we're at the club dancing, having a good time. I was listening to Usher, Outkast. Yep. I mean, Steve. Juvenile. Yep. Dre, None of us. New, yep. M&M. Yep. I mean, the list yep. goes on and on with the R&B. But, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love me some emo rock. I would never bash on the emo rock, but... Usher has I would. a special place in my heart when it comes to 2004. Okay, when it comes you two. To the mid-2000s, you two are it, liars. It, 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 it definitely hit. Brandon uh, and Van. Hit. I, it's top five for me. Top five Brandon, oh performances. All right, top. Brandon, come to Albuquerque Duke Store and say that to my face. Because Brandon and Van are liars, Steve. They were not at the club listening to this stuff. Because when it came out, that was 25 years ago. Right. And we were all 12 and 13 years old. And we weren't in the club. Yeah. Uh, Usher's biggest hit came out in 2001, <laughs> and then he just continued more and more here. Like I said earlier, you know, nine number one came hits. Out in like 2003 or 2004, because it, it literally played at my senior prom five times. You got so it he, bad. He had, he had hits in the mid-2000s, too. Yeah, you got it bad. His first number one he was 2001. 
and then yeah started in 04 and after that there the rest go. is usher's story that was the best halftime show for three of the songs brandon this phone call <laughs> connection sucks but the phone call was good thank you for reaching out love you guys talk to you later love you brother adios he called me so many times when we were at the Super Bowl, and I sent him all the voicemail. And I guess this is how he figured out to get through to me. He's <laughs> been dying to talk to you. As the last professional promoter and last professional broadcaster in this city and state. You're almost one of those things. I'm both of those things right mm-hmm. now, today. I'm the one in the game. I'm playing it. Do you have game? Usher would have been a good halftime show in the year 2005. It was a good one then, of all and the it's a great one now. Had in that to, to perform at the halftime, Usher. I mean, would you have picked him first? No, they, the NFL how many, didn't. How many before Usher would you have gone down? I would have picked him first at the next Atlanta Super Bowl. Oh, well, that halftime show would have been the best Atlanta halftime show. All those guys, and then Outcast would have been kind of like the crowning piece de resistance of the city of Atlanta. They should have called it all those guys halftime show, mm-hmm. <laughs> not Usher. <laughs> it's mostly Usher. They were all Usher's songs, <laughs> except for that one Alicia Keys song. I want the halftime concert, because I was going to call it performance, but it's more than that. I want it to be with anyone who's relevant. Like, if the NFL is paying Ice Spice to sit up there and hang out with Taylor Swift all game to give a little credibility to her, why can't we just pay Ice Spice to go and perform at the halftime show? Oh, because she is awful. She got, she's got she got hits. She's probably Look how many hits she got. Bet it's nine. Is that how many Usher had? Okay, let's see. I will actually look that up. I'm going to change my algorithm looking up this garbage. But there, that's what I'm saying. There's some currently... Active and in attendance to the Super Bowl, celebrities that could have put on a legitimate show. The answer is zero. She has zero. Zero what? N- number one hits. No. Not, not even Taylor Swift could take her to the top. Just, she peaked at number two. Which one was that? Karma featuring Taylor Swift. That's or a actually good song. Taylor Swift featuring Ice Spice. Oh, are they legit friends? I thought she was a plant from the NFL. I'm really bought into all this Biden conspiracy. Ice Spice only has one song that was just her, and that peaked at 58. On what? On which one? Top 100? Billboard Hot 100. That's the only one that matters, too. The other, the sub ones don't matter. Do you think she can roller skate? Ice Spice? Yeah. Um, I mean, she's built for it. Yeah, she's built for it. Does that mean athletic? She's like got a sturdy uh, center of gravity. Where's Doja Cat? Thick midsection. Could have put Doja Cat out there. I'd have been like, that's good. If Doja has like another hit album and another couple hit songs, then yeah, that'd be a good choice. You know what her problem is? She didn't play by the game. Problem is she hadn't done it for 20 years on top, every single album reaching number one like Usher has. Was Mariah Carey not available? Uh, Like mentally or physically. What is the real list of people who were called first? Yeah. Well, obviously, Taylor Swift's number one. She was called first. They offer it to Taylor Swift every year. They should. And she's like, I'm bigger than you losers. Oh, that's wild. I might do the Champions Cup final or whatever. They said that uh, Usher (laughs) garnered $50 million in exposure. sort of exposure, yeah. yeah. Uh Oh, he didn't get paid? (laughs) No one ever gets paid for the halftime show. What? Some third party, actually, is the one that books them and pays them yeah the, oh. per, the production company like, just does it doesn't. to cover cost yeah 
The artist oh, so doesn't Apple, get any money. Apple Music? Because mm. that's who produced it, right? They this told year, me a million Apple times. Music. Yeah. But Taylor would be like, 50 million. Dropping the hat. <laughs> He's like, what am I going to do? A quarter? I just spent that at the game. A quarter of a concert? <laughs> yeah. I just, I just looked up a list of, of artists that have turned down the Super Bowl uh, recently, and it's Jay-Z, Pink, Adele. All bangers. Except for Jay-Z. No, Jay-Z's I'm going the best down the list. list. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Actual talent turns this thing down. You're not getting you're not going to prom with the girl you asked. You're going to prom with the girl that's left. Jay-Z has four number one hits. Yeah. That is less than half of Usher. Usher doesn't have number one hits. We just went over this. <laughs> All of those songs that are number one hits were Usher featuring. Yeah. Jay-Z. Usher and the guys. Or the gals. Jay-Z doesn't have one that's just Jay-Z. Jay-Z is probably the greatest entertainer of all time. Oh. <laughs> out of the people you just named? Out of, he and, out of anyone? Between he and Beyonce, he's he's the greatest. I so, would choose, like, Carrot Top <laughs> over Jay-Z on the all-time ranks. And I love Jay-Z. I guess in 2004, Outkast turned it down. When it was in Atlanta, they didn't want to. Was, sh- they didn't want to shorten their songs. That's probably a mistake. Andre three thousand's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, they're probably looking back. That's, at a, that's a weird reason to decline. No, Andre three thousand's weird like that. He was, yeah, he's like, listen, I'm he only just, doing piccolo sets. Yeah, <laughs> he just came out with a flute album. That's a weird. That's cat. not a joke. No, that happened in real life. Also, it's fantastic. If you like drugs. All right. Whenever we get back, because we're, we're on a shorter segment because we went long. Whenever we get back, the th- four of us, will include Amory, are going to build the ultimate halftime show. Okay? So we're going to build the ultimate halftime show whenever we get back. And I'm telling you this, it's going to be way better than anything that MTV could dream up, Van. MTV doesn't play music anymore. MTV produced your favorite halftime show. The best one of all time. Yeah, okay. And we're going to blow <laughs> that one out the water. Stoked. One of them had Nelly, Steve. That was the best one. Yeah. He's the best one. That's the nipple year, wasn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Nelly nipple year? Yep. <laughs> with with Janet Jackson? Yeah. Yep. And I thought that was JT. Oh, he was there, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, oh. Nelly didn't expose Janet's nipple. He's not that big. N- yeah. Justin Timberlake did. Yeah, because he is that off. big. Yeah, I don't know how, but he is. If you read Britney's book, he wasn't that big. Mm. It's two men on <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. This pen to pad is worth a mic. Dear listener. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the ABQ Duke store. Where it's 20% off hats. Woo, let's go. But 0% off laughs. We don't just give those away. Wait, what? Oh, wait, we do. Yeah, 100% we do. off laughs. Like for free. <laughs> also, a lot of friends of the show here. Big thank you to Danny and Ozzy who came out. They're, they're buying nice. caps. They're yeah, buying they caps. Lobo caps. Dukes caps. Duke City Championship wrestling caps. <gasps> you got those too? Got caps. That's nice. Caps on caps on caps. All right, Amory, are you ready? So we're putting together the ultimate Super Bowl halftime show, okay? 
So what it, all right, what are we basing this on? This thing's 15 minutes long, right? Is that how long the halftime show is? About 13 and a half minutes. 13 and a half minutes we have to fill. Okay. So the Super Bowl next year, of course, is in New Orleans. So I want to make sure you guys are taking that into consideration. So it's in New Orleans, and you said how long, Bad? Easy. 13 and a half. There's only one answer for New Orleans. Okay. Amory would like to lead. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. Little Wayne. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so you're going to... Right, Wheezy, so, baby. So we're opening... Is he the feature? So Lil Wayne is going to come out, okay? Now, he comes out, but instead of starting to sing, Van, mm-hmm. they have a folding table in front of him, and in front of him ingredients, including Sprite, including uh, Jolly Ranchers, mm-hmm. and including liquid coating. Uh-huh. Okay? And he shows the nation... How to mix these things into drink. That's not necessary. Mattress Mac did that last week (laughs) in the worst commercial I've ever seen in my life. Friend of the show, please look up Mattress Mac's purple drink commercial. It is legit hilarious. You will laugh maniacally. (laughs) Then, Van, Uh after Lil Wayne... Starts it off uh, like a lollipop. Mm-hmm. Uh, rising from his grave to perform. Oh, we're doing uh, deceased center, as well. Dis- okay. At midfield. And it's it's as as he, uh, like a lollipop. You know how it gets mm-hmm. quiet at that part? Like a lollipop. And then it's the loudest horn you've ever heard from Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. As yeah, he rises sure. from the grave to, to, to go into revelry. Starts playing revelry really loud. I mean, New Orleans, some other cities in this country are known for their jazz music. Yeah, we're only 35 seconds in. But in, in, this, in this part of the, <laughs> in this generation, we got to go right back to rap. Yeah. So the second that trumpet calms down, <laughs> you hear, and then Master P in yeah. the center of the stage pushes the ghost of Louis Armstrong off. <laughs> Killing him once again. It's <laughs> a really good start to the, to the Super Bowl here. Now, Steve, I know you were about to pick the Dukes of Dixieland. Mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> yeah. And they come How'd out you know? as how many members are there? Six? It's a six-piece band. Not enough. Not enough. So they have to rise in the middle of a field in a in a fleur du alar. What is that thing called? <laughs> What's that thing called? That look, the, it looks like a leaf of... Uh, Fleur de lis. A fleur de lis. A fleur de lis. Fleur de lis. Rises. I got you. Because it has six points on it, and the and the Dukes of Dixieland, Steve's pick, are there performing. Well, they can hook up with the original Dixieland jazz band. Mm. Oh, okay, pretty Which good. Oh, very older. nice. Okay, so the, between the two of them, they probably can come up with something. Just hits <laughs> on hits on hits. Yes. If you swung it back, jazz. I'm going to swing it right back hip-hop. Okay. And we can't have a Shut New up. Orleans halftime show without Juvenile's back dad ass. That up. is correct. Birdman's Cash Money Records was a very special place to be for one Terrius Gray of Juvenile. Now, 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 what? now. What? After you back it up, what? then you stop. <laughs> you ask me what do I do next, Amory? Then what, what, what? You drop it like it's hot. Drop it that like it's hot. That is exactly what you, you do. Drop it like it's hot. I hope at some point Tim McGraw, because he's from Louisiana, comes off comes out with his shirt off. I also hope that, because I didn't know that was a thing. 
It's not a thing, but I just think we should do it. And he Tim sings Tim I Tim like McGraw? it. I, yeah, he's from Louisiana. He's jacked now. Tim McGraw. I thought Tim McGraw's from Ohio. He's from Louisiana. Hmm. He was one of my crushes when I was younger. So Harry oh, Connick. Oh, Amory's little Indian outlaw. That's what she is. Ooh. Harry, there's a flyover at halftime. From Delhi, Louisiana. So there's a flyover van, but you know that the New Orleans Superdome is domed, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what they do is they, they cut open an opening in the top of it for the game. And then Harry Connick Jr., he has to parachute out of the airplane Naturally. the way he should have in 1996's Independence Day, mm-hmm. but he failed to do so because he didn't pull up in time. When, when Ah, the old pull-up method. Yeah, I got a pull-up. Mm-hmm. And he slowly is parachuting onto the field, but he doesn't quite make it onto the field before Bonarama shows up. And this is where it gets interesting. What was that word you said? Yeah, out loud? the 1998 funk rock band from New Orleans. Okay. They're hmm. there in an effort to steal Harry Connick Jr.'s shine. Hmm. And the lead singer, Jimmy Bonarama, is landed on by Harry Connick Jr., and he goes, Jimmy! Just like in 1996's Independence Day. Okay, I, I'm not going to tell you how much I love that because I do. <laughs> And we got to hit somebody modern, too. We can't just do modern-ish rappers. No, you're right. You're I'm going to show some respect uh-huh. to one of the biggest legends who's doing it right now. Uh-huh. Bigger than anyone else in New Orleans. Trombone Shorty and the New Orleans Jazz Review. Oh, the whole thing. Okay. But I got a special ripple. You bring on stage with him all, like, 18 of the Neville brothers. <laughs> there are so many Neville brothers. Bring in all the Neville brothers with Trombone Shorty. Do we have like a little jam session? Now, Steve, you know New Orleans sits on the Gulf of Mexico. You know that. Correct. Now, a lot of people might call that an ocean. But do they call it Frank Ocean, who has to come in near the end of it? New Orleans native Frank Ocean. And he debuts a brand new hit that no one has ever heard of before called football is for everyone and it's a song about inclusion and everyone knows that dark brandon actually exists because of this and that part is that's interesting to oh he's, frank ocean is a he's a plant is a, pl- a biden plant he's a biden plant he's like he's into this taylor swift psyop clan oh wow that's bonkers yeah so he endorses because uh, this is next year uh he endorses a third party candidate um, and that's not to help Biden, but to hurt the Republican candidate. Which, uh, yeah, it's yes. an interesting approach. He was just on our program in Las Vegas, Nevada, Kyle the Turley. Super Bowl. Kyle yeah, Turley. New or- famed New Orleans, Kyle Turley. <laughs> and Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. who's been to New Orleans. Amory, Very close. Amory, how are you working Aaron Neville into this? No, I'm still sticking with Tim McGraw. <laughs> I just want Little Wayne and Tim McGraw. Maybe Old throw in uh, Drake him. or Nicki Minaj to come out with Little Wayne. Fast Domino. All right. We, we can't keep talking about this without mentioning Dr. John. R.I.P. Maybe have a hologram? A lot of holograms yeah. in this conversation so far. Yes. Is David Lee Murphy from New Orleans? Because I feel like we could put him in, too. Like, Dr. If- John's, like, literally into voodoo. He's like a a voodoo witch. If you get 80,000 people to sing Dust on the Bottle... 
like in New Orleans, I feel like that's a good Super Bowl moment. And then the dust on the actual bottle could be the ashes of Louis Armstrong. And I feel like this is going to be the uh, the creme de fleure of, <laughs> of, of the halftime show. That'll fill 13 minutes. I think Quick. we tapped it all out. <clears throat> That's a good halftime show if I've ever been a part of a halftime show. Way better than this better, one. Better than the one. Couple 100% days ago. better. Yeah, it's not even close. To how much better it was? If you don't count like the Ghosts of the Dead people, uh, Usher's is better than the one that we just hypothesized. The Ghosts really put it over, though. You don't say. <laughs> also, I mean, Dr. T- John in his voodoo nature brought him back from the dead. So we don't even have to perform. We just need Dr. John to resurrect himself first. Tyler Perry. And then resurrect a bunch of other people. Tyler Perry and John um, Larroquette come out just hand in hand. <laughs> and they're like, welcome. So I have a question. Is it about the New Orleans Thunderdome? No. Okay. It's about our friend Ursher. Uh, he came out after <laughs> he was on roller skates. Yes. In that outfit. Yeah. That had a shirt and a jacket, right? And yeah. the shirt had pecs yes and a six-pack and then the jacket had pecs in a six-pack yeah yeah what was that about that's a 12-pack everyone knows that he had he had pecs in a six-pack so that's an 18-pack yeah Yeah. Yeah. so when batman does it steve (laughs) it's cool when usher does does it he's the bad guy Uh, it's a little or Ursher, excuse me when tupac does it in the california love video no one bats an eye Mm -hmm. right i'm in on that I want eye candy. There are a lot of really good actors from from New Orleans. I had nobody. I had no idea. Actually, I guess I named them both. Some actors from New Orleans, not a lot of really good ones. But people just like to party there. That's the problem. I don't know how that's a problem though. Well, they don't turn into famous actors and musicians. They're too busy partying and enjoying life and sucking the heads off a of crawfish. Okay, and there you have it. The Wasted Management Open was this past Sunday, and it was it has jumped the shark. And I will come back and told you I told you so for like 15 straight minutes after this. It's two minutes on. Live from the Albuquerque Duke store, where a bunch of the friends of the show were here. They heard the show live, changed their mind, and then left. <laughs> well, they bought hats first. Well, it's cold outside. Yeah. All, um, a guy told me one time that... 90% of the heat you have escapes from the top of your head. Was this a teacher? Cause the other hey, whoa, it wasn't a teacher. No. The other day, Marie, I was watching a video, and I learned that crickets don't actually make noise from putting their legs together. They make noise from a little thing underneath their wing. But I swear to God, I learned for like 100 years as a kid that crickets make noise by, by putting their, their legs together like a, like a T motion, but they don't. It has nothing to do with that at all, and I don't know why I would have been lied to as a child. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's not the last thing teachers are going to get incorrect in school and teach kids. I think I was taught that, too. I think everybody was. <laughs> like, why lie? Mm. Like, why are you telling me these lies? The cricket is just standing there making the noise. I know you're lying. It's the wings. It's Yeah, it's underneath the wings. It's like a little band. What is that instrument called with the ridges on it? That's what I learned. You know what I'm talking about? You put the stick on it. Uh, it's not a didgeridoo. That popped into my head no, immediately. That's a wah, wah, uh-huh. wah, wah. What is the? But that one, the didgeridoo is also ribbed. 
It looks like that toy where babies have to stack the circles in order, and then they get smaller towards the top and larger towards the, the bottom, and you put a wooden stick on it, a rasp. You rasp it. 505-246-0610. Tell me the name of that thing. It's tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from the Duke store. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Amory has been on phone on the phone the whole break with Dan, friend of the show, Dan. Amory, do you want to share this private conversation on air, or is this like a... All right, so I think she turned off her monitor to talk to Dan. Smart. I mean, she's been talking to him for the entire commercial break. Like, are her and Dan friends? Am I confused on something? So let me get this straight, Amory. I want to make sure I understand. You spent the whole commercial break talking to Dan about his feelings, and then he refused to come on the show and talk to well, him. Well, he, he knows that it's hard when it's on remote because he's such a loyal listener. But I I wanted to hang up because he was just talking about how funny you are. And you hate that. I hate yeah. that so much. Um, like <laughs> I'm like, Dan, okay, like, all right, you know. Maybe if it was, like, him telling me how funny Van is, too, but, you know. No, he was just going off on how much he loves you guys. I love Dan. I love you back, Dan. <laughs> the intersection of Carlisle and Central. He said, thanks for being so fun all the time, Yeah, even when people don't serious. get it. I hate that show. They don't talk or they don't read the box score. Okay. You know, go get the journal. Really never will. Go get the journal. Hey, man. open up your cellular telephone. Yeah. It's right there. You know, I don't, I don't, they didn't say on air that Riva's uh, national anthem was exactly one minute and 35 seconds. They didn't say that. You got me. <laughs> Steve, last year, yep. you and I and Van went to the Super Bowl. Yep. And it was fun. And you went to the Wasted Management Open. I did. And we went to the Wasted Management Open. And you made the right decision to not go with us because we weren't really friends on that level yet. And you couldn't trust us in a public setting like that. Correct. Yeah. Um, I hated it. I hated everything about it. I hated every dude that was there. I hated that every conversation I heard from every group of people we passed was the exact same conversation I heard from the previous group of people that we passed. I hated that there was no individuality. I hated that it was a bunch of, in my opinion, privileged, spoiled, brat jerk kids. They're able to be out at any age. I don't just mean children. In an environment where it was the cool thing to be a jerk, b-hole, loser towards everyone that surrounds you and the place that invited you. And I said to Van, this is not for me. I do not care for this at all. This is the worst thing I've ever been a part of. Is that what he said? Collective gasp from the friend of the show. Fred doesn't like a thing. Oh, my (laughs) God. What are we going to do about this? Look, I knew these idiots were going to ruin this for everyone. It got ruined. It was friggin' sweet when it lasted. A golf tournament that's fun. There's no shh. There's no inside voice. There's no Tiger Woods. It's on the 17th grade. 17th grade. Yeah, it's a 14th grade. It's coming down to this. He just said all in one. Oh that's God. boring. Unless you really want to take a nap on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, I love that. Then it's fantastic. But they ruined it for everyone. This was so cool. Having all the loudy fans crushing beers around the 16th green, just waiting for that one day that they get to see a hole-in-one in person and go bonkers. I thought it was a fantastic idea. I thought it was a special event. And then the guys 
Just too too, too big of a bite. Just made, just ruined it for everyone. Steve. Yes. They stopped allowing people in. People yeah. with paid tickets. They said like a like a like a like a second cool nightclub. Not like a cool one where you couldn't have gotten in the first place. Like the old cool one before it comes the gay nightclub. Like they were like, You guys gotta wait inside, we're at capacity. And they said, No, you're not. It's outside. Why are you making us wait here? And the answer is because they were all jerks, man. The uh the capacity and the drinking were two separate incidents. They were all obviously tied together. obviously they're related. Yeah. The capacity is because of the rain earlier in the week. And, like, all the thoroughfares were jacked up. Never so they could only have enough people to walk on the concrete. And as we know, there's not a ton of concrete walkways. It's mostly dirt out in the middle of the desert that you walk across when you navigate the wasted management open. But the drinking is why they shut down all those beer tents. People were just, like, falling into the mud and sliding down. It's an insurance liability. It is a actual insurance liability at a golf tournament. Steve, the golfers in it don't want to be in it. All the best golfers in the world turn this thing down. Also, the PGA is kind of booty around it. It's 100% true. Look at the leaderboard. There's not a name on that leaderboard that anyone knew. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, uh, the top golfer in the world currently. number. Yeah, that's definitely not true. Did not win it. He played. (laughs) He was not even in the mix. It was the most booty roster of players that's ever been in a tournament because the guys that are good don't want to be at it because they hate that they hate everything that surrounds it they hate the fans golfers hate their fans fred knows as much about golf (laughs) as he does about 90s and 2000s r&b and hip-hop he knows as much about don't scotty schefter as he does about usher was a good halftime show yeah fred don't don't turn me i mean the golfers who are getting heckled like, that's too much. Nick that's, Taylor. That's too much. That's too it. much. Who? Guy. He, he won a couple weeks ago. Professional golfer Nick Taylor, who's won two out of the last four weekends. That one? Yeah. Hey, he beat a field of guys that didn't even want to be there. That's super impressive. Way to be number one of the guys that didn't even want to compete. You're the only one that didn't want to be there. If I was in town, I would have went again, I and I would have had an absolute blast. I was trying to go. But luckily for me... <laughs> There's not enough people like me I was who there, knows how to have a good time. There's not enough people like me who knows how to have a good time and knows when to turn it off. Like you don't, Last year. Whenever you're slurring drunk and you can't walk yeah. through a, a thoroughfare and you keep sliding down a dirt hill, a mud hill, and then you get up hammered and start heckling golfers, you shouldn't have been there in the first place, probably because you have a, a life deficient of joy and happiness and you take it out on strangers i'd be willing to bet that there's that guy at every golf uh event around the country every stop well yeah but every other golf event he gets escorted out because he's only one of like three guys who act like that right when you're just the worst one out of thousands yeah i think last year when i was there there was a guy that was scotty scheffler won last year he was actually running he did something and he got in the water remember that oh yeah he was swimming in he the swam, water. He swam away from security. Yeah. 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 I hate that dude. Why? He's a legend. Do you know him? Good for him. I, I, I've never met that guy. I've met him a hundred times. I've met, that, I've met that guy around campus. I've met that guy in Knob Hill. <laughs> I've met that guy downtown. I definitely have, have met that guy at a, at a Gladiators game. That, that was a bad example. I couldn't really come up with one. But the one funny guy who does it and gets away with it, the once, 
is always ruined by these idiots mm. who ruin it for everyone else. Like, hey, cut it off at, like, six beers. Like, give these guys bracelets. Yeah. Like, don't let them get blackout drunk. Quit selling these idiot frat boys 37 beers. You know what you, you're doing. This is your fault. The tournament running this is the one who did it to themselves. The thing that sucks the most about the fans, aside from their existence, <laughs> is you guys have all played, like, men's league softball, right? We've all played men's league softball. And men's league softball is, for real, borderline not even fun. But you get to go out there and play baseball. That's fun. But you have to go often into the dugout, and you just have to listen to the same five different chirps over and over again, multiple games a season with guys that you don't even like that much. And that's what this is. Like, how many people in a row can scream, get in the hole? I can tell you. It's everyone in the stands. Yeah. And then as, as a golfer walks by, how many guys in a row can scream, what's in your bag? And it's every single one. It's like, is there not a new, original, or even individual thought amongst all you clown, zealot, golf-losing weirdos that come to this thing and ruined it for people who actually used to enjoy it? So, well, I mean, like get, in, get in the hole is no different than the call and response at wrestling. It's the exact same vibe. When people yell at a wrestling ring, what's the difference between one tournament a year that golf fans actually get to have fun? If they would regulate it better, this could be your WWE, but at a golf tournament. What? But there's always some guy. Yeah. One what? fall. One fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same vibe. Like, I see why people want to have fun at a golf tournament. And then... This is why the the live, except for being tied to all that horrible stuff that it's tied to, the live is doing it right. The live lets you friggin' wear shorts. Like the live lets you walk up to well. the green. Live lets you like <laughs> cheer and have a good time. It's like waste management open light. What? Giant waste and have management. a good time. That's what they. Their do. motto is golf, but louder. Whose motto? Live. Management. Live. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well. It's fun. It's good. It's good for the sport. But you let a bunch of young idiots drink too much. This is going to happen every time. Yeah, the problem is they get there at 6 in the morning to get that favorite spot, yeah. and then they don't leave until 4. And they were were pre-gaming the whole right. time, and they're not drinking water. So, they're not eating food. Yeah. From friend of the show, Kyle, in the Sports Animal live stream chat, live, laugh, love. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Two men on or live from the Albuquerque Duke store. Intersection of Carlisle and Central. Come on down. It's baseball season, boys. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Also, Albuquerque Duke's gear. I don't know if you guys know this. Friends of the show. It's the best Valentine's Day present you can ever buy for your lady. Everyone knows that. That's a fact. Or whoever. (laughs) Whom. Whomever. <laughs> it's the best gift you can buy for they them ever. They them ever. A Marie is hosting Terry Travis this weekend over on KKOB. You can join her Saturday and Sunday morning. Um, I don't think she's getting paid overtime though, Van, because she skipped the show yesterday after a week at the oh, Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. not true. <laughs> I don't think. I still work even when I'm not here. Everyone saw that coming. Yeah, everyone saw that coming. But it, so I won the bet that A. Marie would skip the show yesterday, but I lost the bet that A. Marie would even return to work at all. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, you called that like a couple weeks ago. But I said there's no way she's coming in even one day after the Super Bowl. Not one time. She's moving to Japan, 
and she'll change her number and speak to no one. And I lost that bet. I so. told everyone I was going to drive back Monday. <laughs> so, but I'm yeah. sorry if you lost the bet. I don't remember that part. <laughs> Dan was like, no, she'll be there, dude. She loves it. She wants to talk about the Super Bowl. And I go, no, dude. No. no <laughs> she won't do it. Um, for uh, Van saw the Airbnb I was staying at. It was so unique because uh, she, we couldn't. I was there. Like, what? I saw it. Oh, you saw, when did you see it? He saw the garage door. Oh, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Van brought oh, in the stuff. I'm not going to go into your Airbnb, you creep. I'm going to stay in the sunlight so <laughs> strangers can see me. There were a bunch of plants and planters outside. She, but the, our, what took my attention yeah. is she was breeding salmon eggs yeah. outside. Yeah. What? She was what? breeding salmon. What does that mean? Not A. Marie, the owner of the Airbnb. Did you have to have current to breed salmon. How would you be breeding them? I saw it in real time. It was very current. Well, there she, uh, she was so nice. Like, but she <laughs> just she had a lot of rules. She got a bunch of caviar. That's why she's so nice. Yeah. So we couldn't leave till 10 a.m. on Monday. I'm being serious. It's, it's a long story, but sh- I'm glad you saw the salmon eggs van. It was wild. I know how salmon work. They don't work the way you guys are describing it. If I'm not back in time to open this teller tea at 5 o'clock with you guys here at the Albuquerque Duke store, that's because I am going to get a piece of chocolate from the co-op right next door. You should. You really should. Why? Well, because I need a little shot of chocolate. But the thing about the co-op next door is every time I walk in there, there's a friend of the show. And, like, last time I walked in, a guy scissored me. And I go, how would you know that if you've never seen me in person? Mm. Like, how would you know to do that? So I'm gonna we go talk g- about it on the program ad nauseum. What's, yeah. what's our topic when we get back? Chiefs legacy. The Chiefs dynasty. Are we just mailing it in? Are we every other sports talk show now? I really want to talk about uh, more Tommy Pham and the things that we refuse to watch. Steve, his numbers are so parallel to Tom Brady. It's inconceivable to think that he uh, won't become the greatest quarterback all time by the time his runs over. All right, cool. Taco Bell menu it is. Whenever we get back, it's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.